Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, for Black History Month, believe it or not, we're actually turning down the toxicity. <gasps> <laughs> no. We're not toxic all the time, guys. Promise. Impossible. <laughs> so, we'll be bringing you super focused content on topics that are specific to the UK's Black community. And we just want to uplift, educate, and generally remind us all that we're absolutely the shit. Yes, we are. So, support the Black community and share or just send us money. <laughs> Please, I actually prefer <laughs> the money. Us money. No, guys, seriously, thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoy and feel empowered this month because we truly deserve it. Yes, we do. Happy, Happy Black History Month! I feel like I'm really tempted to sing something black. That is a black song. No, but like something with the with the lyrics like black, black, black. Oh, black on black on black. I've got you. What's the um Beyonce one? I'm going straight to the south. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back, 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 back. <laughs> yeah, that's not our vibe. We're British. We're British. Happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Okay. Um. Guess who's black, 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 black again. I'm, no, I'm so dead. It. Okay, right. Fall is black, black, Jeez. black. Tell a friend, friend, friend. <laughs> yeah, she's black. Yeah, she's black. <laughs> Did you just think of that? <laughs> yes. Well done. <laughs> That's da, a good freeze. <laughs> and M&M. then, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. God, far exactly. From black. Literally, it's so anti-black. Stop it. <laughs> of all months. Stop it. <laughs> of all months to be ridiculous like that. I mean, I hope to God you knew I was black. <laughs> yeah, black. Thanks. Yeah, it's a compliment in in October. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm black as hell this month, <laughs> guys. I'm black this month. Black Sorry. black. I'm black. Ah, black. I love that. I'm not mixed race. I'm black. I'm so dead. Are you? And the rest of the months of the year, are you advocating for like a white history month? Have you ever? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I really think that we should have a white history month because why did we get a black history month? <laughs> It's unfair. Uh, it is unreasonable, it's unreasonable to be fair. Yeah. I mean, we're in the UK. If my boss is listening, I agree. <laughs> it's unreasonable. By the way, for the record, I'm joking. Yes. Uh, very much. Don't get cancelled. God forbid. <laughs> Other than black, how are you? I'm good. I'm shit shattered. Shit shattered? Shit shattered oh, as usual. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a bit tired, mm. but equally a bit inspired by the spaces that we've been in. This week, yeah, I've basically yeah. been living together. This yeah, week. yeah, yeah, it's actually true. I'm surprised you asked me how I am. It's so you true. Don't. I know exactly who you are. I'm doing it for the fans, <laughs> for the listeners, because yeah, I I very much know how you are. But <laughs> tell them, yeah. So guys, yeah, I'm shit shattered. Shit shattered. Um, do you know what? Maybe I need to just take some iron tablets or something because I feel like I'm always tired. Hmm. I always say I'm tired. I'm tired. Do you think it might be the weather? Oh yes, October. Yeah, definitely invites season depression. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. Do you know what? 
I'm tired. I think I'm struggling with a bit of like uh, seasonal depression this mm. week. In particular, okay. the past yesterday was really, really rainy and dark. Yeah, it was. So it's been putting me in a bad space and I feel a bit anxious. Yeah. Um, not good. But I'm, I'm determined sorry. to shake it off. Last year for seasonal depression wasn't too bad. So mm. you can definitely have a repeat this year for sure. Yes. And in my mind, winter, it feels short this year. I feel really? like isn't winter when does winter end? Would you mean autumn? I know that winter autumn. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because winter starts, I don't really know. Winter and autumn are <laughs> so the same thing. It's the same thing, man. But when does it stop being like really dark and horrible? Oh, um, do you want to know the truth? Yeah. Like March. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was February's like freezing fe- early well. February. I don't mind cold. My thing is light. Oh. I hate cold, obviously, but I can deal with it. Yeah, no, I feel like March times, you know. Jesus. Yeah, we're wow. in for a <laughs> Sorry, I take my constellation back. <laughs> we're in for a long ride. Plenty of tissues for me. Um, how are you? Uh, I'm fine, yeah. I feel like, oh, I've had like a, like I've had good things happen this week. I felt very blessed and appreciative this week. And like, I don't know if it's because my big three L is coming up, oh, yeah. but I'm quite reflective and in a place of like, I want to be a really... It's your birthday month. Yeah, it's my yeah, birthday just month. Like, yeah. Happy first October. Happy Nigerian Defenders as well. Hey. My fellow Nigerians. <laughs> Do you know what? I was trying to sing a song earlier for Nigerian Independence and I was like, not got one. Why don't we have a Nigerian Independence song? Do you know? I don't know the national... Oh, oh, I, that's yeah, it's it pretty saying. bad. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't grow up in Nigeria, sorry. But you know what? When I, every time I try to think of a song to celebrate us, yeah, I was thinking of Mandela. Do you know this song? No. Oh my god, I need Nigerians to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> did, is it just my house or did my parents make this song up? When so it, it goes Mandela, Mandela even Mandela, Mandela, <laughs> Mandela. Congratulations for your freedom. <laughs> Congratulations for your freedom. <laughs> so when he was released, you know that song every Sunday, like we would really? all listen and be dancing. Mandela. Mandela. <laughs> I was like, that is definitely not a Nigerian independence song. It's nothing to do with us. Why is that a Nigerian song? Yeah, no, Mandela, I don't get it. I think it might not be a Nigerian song, but maybe there's like a Nigerian remix. Because oh. it was definitely a big musician that sang it. I don't know if it was like King Sonny Day or something, but anyway. Oh my gosh. I digress. That is really fun. I remember in the primary school, we had to go, we went to perform in some museum in like central London and this guy made up a song and we had to sing it. And now I'm thinking, what the fuck what was that? You know, it, was, um, it, was, it went like, America needs to understand Islam. America. Huh? Islam. Yeah. I'm so dead. <laughs> do, 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 do. What? But I'm just like, how old are you? Well, I was singing this, like eight. <laughs> I guess we're educating you on yeah. real issues. <laughs> I was like, now I look back, I'm like, damn, that was a serious song. A very serious song. Like American was that in a museum, Islam. did you say? Yeah. Oh. We went to perform it live. How random. Yeah. And you performed it? Yeah, we performed it. That's hilarious. <laughs> the adults were probably like, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> That's great. Sorry, I cut you off there. You're right. But yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I've been in like a reflective state of like, uh, wanting to do good in the world Like mm. more actively I like to think that I'm a reasonably good person But there are people you meet in life That are like When you cross paths with them you f- They yeah, do something great for you yeah. Or like Just passing it on vibes or whatever And my mom actually told me A story Like a week ago About um, Basically she was doing Food shopping And she went to the butchers mm. And When she was getting her meat She said someone randomly Just came up And was like um, excuse me, how much is this woman shopping to the guy that owns the shop? Mm. And my mom was like, so what's going on here? And she was like, no, no, no. Okay, sorry. No, let me start at the beginning of the story. <laughs> Hopefully my mom doesn't mind me sharing this. She has a friend who's like older and he 
It basically doesn't have wife struggles to look after himself. Mm. My mom was wanted to do something nice and make food for him because he struggles yeah, to yeah. cook for himself or whatever. Um, so she made him food. She went to buy the food. She went to buy the ingredients to make him the food. When she's at the butcher's is when this person comes up and says, excuse me, um, how much is her food? Is her shopping, sorry. And she was like, no, 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 leave, don't worry. Thank you. That's very kind of you. He was like, no, 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 no. I'm definitely paying. And she was like, what on earth is going on here? And apparently the guy was like, Late 30s, early 40s looking. So it wasn't any at all seedy. She was yeah, just like, yeah. he was even calling her mummy and auntie and stuff. Anyway, when she spoke to him, she was he was like, God just ministered into me, like, I should pay for your food. And I was like, wow. Are you serious? She said, See, this is why in life, like, obviously not calm, not quite karma, but God will definitely take care of you. Like when you're doing something kind for someone, God will look after you. Don't think about, I don't know, the money that, that it might cost you yeah. or the inconvenience. God will take care of it. So it will come it will, back. It will come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in general, it's just good to do good things for people. So yeah, I've been trying to be more active in like my, just so keeping today, my ears and eyes open. When you go to the rave, you're going to be spraying people with five pound notes? No. When I go to the <laughs> rave, I'm going to be telling all the girls, you look beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> that's the free, that's the free <laughs> love that I've got to pass on. <laughs> No, it's like, I agree though. It's really important to just like shower people with love. Absolutely. And yeah, it'll be reciprocated somehow. 100%. Even yesterday, um, like in the spirit of doing this, I saw <laughs> an old woman struggling with her shopping. Mm. And I was like, oh, let me help you. And I, was, I asked her, where's she going? And she was like, oh, I'm going to the bus stop. And I said, oh, okay. She was like, oh, thank you so much. Carried it for her. Then some other auntie who came over and was like, it's so nice to see young people that Aww. are still kind. She was like, oh, um, you must belong to a good church. And I was like, I actually do. My church is really good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as we're walking, I asked her like, where are you going? Because I was thinking, she's getting on the bus, but to where? Yeah. So anyway, I asked her, where is your actual destination? And she was like, oh, Raynham. I said, I'll get you an Uber. She was like, no, no, Aww. no. She was like, no, I can't. And the, that other woman that was just spectating, <laughs> when I say it, every time I looked up, she was staring at me like, wow, <laughs> this is wonderful. She just started praying for me like, God will bless you, your children and Aww. their children will all be blessed. You have a good heart. God, your mom raised you. I was just like, <laughs> I said, well enough. I was like, thank you. <laughs> my mom did raise you out though. Your mom's lovely. She she is, she's like yeah. that as well. She actually is like yeah, that. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And my sister, my sister even recently, we all have that, my mom's spirit somewhat. Like my sister recently told me she saw some woman at a bus stop and she was mm. like, do you want a lift? And she gave her a lift Aww. to her house and the woman was like, in this day and age, you know, people are scared of strangers. Like, thank you so much. Like my mom definitely raised us to be like, it just, just help people. Yeah, and it instills like faith in humanity again, 100%, a little bit, things yeah, like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to be less of an asshole. <laughs> See, this is why this month we're just turning down the toxicity. Yeah, you know, we're doing up Zen. Like, get in touch with your inner spirit, you know. I want someone to be nice to me this month. I'll be nice to you. I was actually going to buy you a treat on my way here, but I was running late, so sorry. Oh, that's fine. And then I knew you were, you're trying to eat healthy, so I don't After we can get treats. Yeah, I'll get you a penny sweet. (laughs) Do you remember those? Yeah, I know. I miss them. (laughs) Anyways, positivity this month. Positivity on Zen. Um, so this month, as we told you in a little snippet at the beginning, um, we're doing like content to uplift the black community. We don't want to be cheesy with it. We still want to keep it real and get into, I guess, the why and the how behind a lot of issues within the black community and hopefully always end on a note that still uplifts us Mm -hmm. despite some things not being shiny and beautiful. We want to acknowledge the reality and uplift at the same time and educate where we can because we are also a pair of dumbasses <laughs> in a lot of respects. 
We're not always the qualified. Sweep. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and so the best thing to do is kill them. It's like, uh, <laughs> we're not qualified to speak on certain yeah, things. We're not. So we'll do, we'll do our best. But yeah. This week we wanted to talk about you guys' favorite topic, apparently. Dating. Dating and, and love. Black love. Black love. What are your thoughts? What are the first things that come to mind when you think about black love? Uh, lack of re- representation. Absolutely. Sometimes I find it quite tiring. I think there's a lot of people who believe that black love doesn't actually exist. Agreed. And when it does exist, it kind of comes at a cost or a compromise. Yeah. Um, I think there's there's a lot of stigma attached to like black men being broken or they're just long or too complicated to kind of date. And then on the flip side, you hear from a lot of men that women want too much. Mm. They're too demanding. Black women in particular are too demanding. We're too stoosh. We're not approachable. So it just feels like black love in the UK feels very complicated. Yeah. I think that's the perfect way to summarize it. Yeah. I think I completely agree. For me, the headlines are complicated Mm. and unattainable. Yes. Um. So yeah, I guess that, So this episode We wanted to talk about Black love We don't have a submission Of a toxic thought mm-hmm. But essentially The premise is kind of like A lot of people believe And feel Whether they've articulated it In these words or not That black love is dead mm-hmm. um, Black love is like Unattainable It's it's a mythical concept At this point yeah. It's hard So we want to get into All of that <laughs> Putting our Dr. Phil hats on Dr. Phil hats um, Yeah, I think for me Black love The the, what you said about representation is, I think, one of the biggest issues that I have with black love. Like, mm. I really sat down, <clears throat> when we decided we were going to talk about this, I sat down and thought about um, what, what I guess, are my barriers to black love and, and the perception of it. Even the term black love, it feels like a, a really big statement. Yeah. It feels political. Yeah, it feels political. And, and kind of a bit gimmicky. Yeah, gimmicky, yeah. cheesy a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know if it's, I don't know who, how we've gotten here, but I think a big part of the issue is the lack of representation. Yeah. Um, and the fact that we all grew up watching TV shows that really didn't depict black love. And when they, when they did, it was... I don't know. We've, how about I feel about this representation stuff here? It's like, um, when's the last time... Do you believe in unicorns? <laughs> like, do you... Really? <laughs> I'm asking you. Oh, like, um, do you believe in no, unicorns? No, I don't know. When's the last time you saw one? <laughs> <laughs> Never And there we go Like <laughs> If you don't see something You're not yeah. gonna believe in it Yeah no So I agree. Not seeing black love often Is why we've gotten here mm-hmm. And I think that It starts with Representation in terms of like Television And also at home Like mm-hmm. A lot of people I don't even want to trivialise it And say a lot of people Didn't see love growing up In their households I think they did But the The style of love That they saw Was just so different To what We Aspire to now mm. And we spoke about this On the black um, The Dating in London episode A little bit But Things like um, As black people In I don't know Across the globe One of our forms of love Is food Yeah <laughs> Like when your mum Pisses you off Yeah And she brings you a plate That's her apology <laughs> When your man Or whoever Your girl comes home And you've made them A, a meal That is A massive display of love And mm. I think For us We've Layered on like so many different cultural versions of love on top of that. So love is food is still love to us, but mm-hmm. now there's like all this love language stuff. Yeah, what was yeah, that yeah. generations yeah. ago? It's it was it's very new. Yeah, it's true. Um, so it I think all of that stuff combined, and when you look at the media as well, and what we grew up reading, watching, it 
none of it represented um, us and the type of love that we are aspiring to now. So the unicorn example mm. is, it is only natural that now it's going to feel like it feels like a mythical, a mythical concept. Yeah. And I think the representation that we did have as black Britons was like, it's very much Ameri- American-based. Yeah, so like exactly. My Wife and Kids, Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel-Air, whatever. Because I remember there was a couple of years ago around this like workshop with black women about love and self-love. And I was like, what's your representations of love? Like, yeah. what would you aspire to? Yeah. And those two shows kept on coming up over and over again. Yeah. That is yeah. a, that's a family unit that doesn't even exist. Literally. In your accent. Yeah, even. exactly. Do you know, it's, it's very It's different. not relatable. It's different. And I think also, I think the lack of representation sometimes amongst us just makes us feel like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I think from my perspective, what I found quite interesting, I think for a lot of like my African friends, it's like you guys actually have a family structure. Like mm. your parents are married, mm. but the the dynamic is different. Maybe there's like the dad's not in the home or maybe he's away a lot of the time or when he's back. <clears throat> I've, I spoke to a lot of people and they feel like sometimes their dad doesn't feel present and mm. it's not the kind of love that the British kind of... Um, like promote yeah, you know, that, that yeah. loving relationship yeah. it's a different kind of culture mm. so I think there's a culture clash and I think we struggle as current black British people to feel like well what what kind of what does love look like what does a marriage look like yeah because yeah. my white friends are saying that we should love each other and hug our dog on the same yeah, spot whereas yeah. my dad might be a bit stern still jokey and stuff like yeah. that but it's not the love that I should yeah, aspire yeah. to have yeah, yeah. so I think yeah there's been a struggle and then we get onto the Caribbean community there's this whole stigma with like baby mothers and like dads or absence and stuff like that. So mm. it's a struggle. It is, yeah. I think when I think about my own upbringing and the dynamic and the type of love, like to me, love between my parents was responsibility. Mm. Like my mom and dad had a very tumultuous relationship in general. They mm. loved and hated each other, genuinely. So there's there's that that I picked up of like, I guess a lot of toxic behaviors when it comes to um, being up and down in a relationship and that mm. being normal. Mm. But genuinely, I would wake up one day and my mom and dad are slow dancing in the kitchen, <laughs> cooking, and I'd wake up the next day and you can just tense, um, um, you can just sense, sorry, yeah. the tension in the air and that they're not speaking. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think the the kind of, I, I never really understood love properly until I got older. And I, I feel like for me, it was about piecing it together of like, so, one thing that I will say my parents had was they were responsible mm. in their relationship. Yeah. Like they knew what their roles were and they did, they came through with those roles mm. um, and they were committed to their relationship despite how toxic it is. Yeah. Or was, should I say? Yeah. <clears throat> so those were the things that, and I think as much as, I think a lot of people can relate to that kind of um, environment growing up and it is very terrible, obviously. I think we focus often on the toxicity side and like, Having parents that that love and hate each other, or a lot of parents that actually don't love each other at all. Yeah, um, loveless but, marriages. Yeah, loveless. Mar- a lot of, um, I think African. I can't speak for Caribbean, but a lot of African people that I know, their parents grew up in a very. They they were raised in a loveless marriage type yeah, parent household. It's a tradition. Isn't it? it is, yeah, and but I think the kind of beautiful side to that is the responsibility. They knew that they were responsible to each other and mm. committed to the relationship to a level that like. Although I wouldn't want to do this now. Despite it being so horrific, they stayed. They stayed, yeah. <laughs> because they were responsible <laughs> to each other and they had had a commitment. Yeah. And I think it's important to, to pick out the bits that we obviously don't want to carry along and also pick out the bits that were like, do you know what? That's actually great. And I think a lot of um, 
it makes me sad sometimes when African or just black people in this country aren't mm. open to relationships. And because, sorry, despite having grown up in a household where they were taught that commitment is so important. Yeah. But on the flip side, I think the reason that that's happened is because people have made such a big monster of relationships where it's like they are able and willing to commit in that way like the, like their parents did mm-hmm. despite hating each other. But they're only willing to do it for the one. The one. The yeah, one, yeah. whatever the one is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess on the positive side, I'm trying to just pick out the bits that I think are great in our in our relationships. And I think when we compare ourselves to other communities it feels like we do commitment. In an ideal world where we didn't have all of these things working against our love, Mm -hmm. like systemically, that commitment part, we've aced it. Like we're very good at it. 100%. And I think it's really important to highlight the systemic part that actually affects our ability to love. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, like poor housing is going to affect your ability to love. Like poor um, employment rates are going to affect your ability to love. Yeah. Pure healthcare is going to affect your ability to love. Absolutely. And these are all the constraints that black people have yeah. on us. We're, our generation is a little bit more different and I feel like we have maybe a bit more of a luxury to mm. explore a little bit more. Mm. Um, but it was very hard for like black, black families, I think, mm. kind of growing up. Um, what's I was going to say? And I've completely forgot. Oh, I do feel like there's a lot of pressure on that this generation are putting on ourselves to not be mediocre. Absolutely. Because we have the opportunity yeah. not to be mediocre. Yeah. Therefore, I feel like we go to the extreme, like, end of the spectrum where it's like, well, uh, a guy who's who's a super high earner is, I can I can date somebody like that. Yeah. Therefore, I'm going to reach for that. Yeah. Whereas maybe our parents was like, you know what? He's in employment. Mm. This is good. They're yeah. able to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, a lot of this generation, we don't want to be mediocre in who we date. I think we've got, Poverty trauma. Yeah. Like, we're all really traumatized by being poor mm. and we're raised, I know for, for sure, I think I've mentioned this on the pod before, mm. in my house I was raised like, we were all told, you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be, like, generationally we were going to break all of the curses. Yeah. And we were never really taught that the breaking, I don't want to call it generational curses, yeah. but essentially generational <laughs> curses, whether they're systemic or, or not, they're yeah. curses. Uh, we weren't going to break them gradually. We were the beginning and the end yeah. of the breakage. Yeah. And our, after us, that was it. Mm-hmm. We've hit reset entirely. And that's not realistic. It's not realistic. <laughs> so I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves just in general, even outside of dating because of that. But also within dating, like I thought a lot about um, the poverty side of things and like the pressure that we put on dating and making it perfect and, and earning and the domino effect that it has. Like if I have put pressure on myself to... Um, I guess, make loads of money and break generational mm. curses, likelihood is I'm probably not even going to be as willing to go out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I haven't got time. I yeah. actually, so many people this generation, and I even find myself slipping into that category mm-hmm. now of like, I'm getting my head down. Yeah. I don't want no date for now. Loads. I'm yeah. grinding. Yeah. <laughs> Literally for the next year, I'm grinding. I'm not, I'm not going to focus on that. And that is a massive, massive blocker for love. Like, yeah. And essentially, I understand. It's not to say I don't understand it, but it's rooted in poverty. Absolutely. And imagine how a man feels. Yeah, it's yeah. Ten times Me as a woman, wise. you know, yeah. as a man. <laughs> Janelle and I had a conversation about this last night, and we were talking about how much men spend. Like, I'm really, really, really empathizing for real for once mm. about how much men have to spend when they're dating. Like, men who aren't modern men, men who try and not pull traditions mm. and do up. I'm gonna pay, <laughs> and I hear it. Yeah. I totally hear why because. One day easily could cost 
200 pounds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's even in pretty calm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When we went for Shisha and it was 100 pounds. Yeah. Rookie well, we didn't actually go. Imagine. We said no thank we you. <laughs> when we got to the door, they said, they said it's all the best. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. See ya. <laughs> Literally. 100 pounds. We didn't go. No way. But imagine, Rukia, like how sometimes you wake up in it and you're like, I fancy a date. Like I fancy yeah. doing up love life for once and engaging in my love life. And you have to have £1,000 first. Like... It's an absolute myth. Wow. And it'll really affect your prospects of even like buying a house. Yeah. And then the girl won't want you for even... If for you not have having a house. a house. Like you live at home with your mum and dad. Like what the heck? There's just... There's no... There's no flexibility it feels like within dating. Me, uh, me and you've discussed this. We watched a really, really good program called Love Life. Mm, and it's about oh, a woman it. and her different like dating encounters with different kind of men. And I even reflected on myself. And I really genuinely regret growing up not sleeping with men I mm, genuinely feel like yeah. as a woman I, I was kind of taught that like as a black woman as well like oh don't don't sleep with that person because you're going to be a slag oh yeah. don't talk don't don't speak to too many men because that's off-putting for the next guy maybe behind you that might approach yeah, you it's yeah, like yeah. every move feels like so calculated and just watching this white woman decide to maybe date intentionally with this guy yeah. maybe have sex with another guy yeah, like yeah. she just Freely. Just having autonomy and freedom. Yeah, yeah. and a black women do not have the luxury of that. No, they're either yeah. a slag or they're like, oh, Virgin Mary. Yeah. And yeah. they're saving themselves. Yeah. And even that is a point to a guy. Yeah. We just don't have flexibility when it comes to dating. And I don't care when it was this. It, at all, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. It made the sex thing I found really interesting. Like, I tried to think about the connection between our perceptions towards sex mm. and dating and the impact that that's had. And I thought about how, like, we exactly what you've just said. We were really taught to be very, very um, conservative, yeah. Because that's the only the only type of woman that that is worthy is conservative. Um, and I thought about like Keisha Desket. Oh, I love Keisha. That Desket. book, yeah, it was, yeah, honestly historic, yeah. But it was big in the black community for a reason. For a reason, and yeah. that's my point. It's <laughs> like the reason it was so big to us is because it was normalizing a taboo, yeah, and sex is a huge part of dating and we've grown up being told to not do it yeah. and to honestly the Christian in me right now is screaming <laughs> I'm still working through some things but yeah we were told like it's bad it's bad it's bad and when you're 30 is when you should open up your legs mm. to one person um, and yeah this book comes out that first it's a black woman being sexualized yeah. like she actually had sexuality I a lot of my upbringing or my childhood didn't feel I had sexuality yeah, no, no. I wasn't a sexual was being that? at all. Maybe until I was like 18 is when mm. I started realizing that I could be sexual in in how people perceive me. Mm. Because black women weren't sexual. Yeah. We wasn't allowed to be. And I think I particularly feel sorry for maybe even you, like women who had older brothers as well. Yeah. Because they were also in your ear, like you can't be a slag because of even yeah, your yeah. area and Reputation stuff like that. And... I think in the community, when it comes to, yeah, the black community, there's just so much fear mongering, like yeah. everything's fearful. Yeah. Even down to like, um, like you might, you might go out as a woman and I'm taking Vex money. Yeah. Which basically means if he doesn't pay, I can get my cab home. Yeah. I'm even, yeah. I'm bad vibes even from the time I've even stepped yeah. out. Like, yeah. what's Vex yeah. money? Why yeah. is that even a concept? I've never heard of this. Have you not heard of Vex? No. It's like Caribbean, it's a Caribbean term. Okay. Like Vex money, like. Right. I just need to get out. I got my own. <laughs> like, I'm out. I've never, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's not mongering. It's yeah, like, it is. even if, um, you know, a guy, a guy, do you know, actually, I'm, I feel like I'm somewhat guilty. Um, of this I feel like within the black community There's loads of There's just so much negativity mm. um, I think Even in terms of like Research and stuff And statistics Like there's 
government is so concerned with like black people's mental health and like poor housing and and, and um, us being criminals. There's loads of research on that, mm-hmm. and there's no research on like our lifestyles and who we love. Yeah, yeah. When when we, when I was doing my googles yesterday, I was like, this is depressing as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Every every government statistic was like, oh yeah, like black people in the worst housing, single households. Black, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. it was just so frustrating to see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it just sometimes it just makes me feel. Like shit. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's no hope. And like, yeah, I think it, it kind of connects with that representation issue mm. where when you don't see something happening or or like representation in the form of, I don't know, just seeing black love, mm. it first of all makes it feel really unattainable. And second of all, makes you feel that you're not worthy yeah. of it. Like there's a massive connection between representation and worthiness. And in the same way, like if you only see white women in magazines, then it makes you think that you're ugly. Like it's the exact same thing. Um, And there was a a Bumble study that I found Uh, yesterday that was saying um, like 66% of people felt that um, not feeling representation or having any representation of black love Mm -hmm. had a really negative effect on their mental well-being. And why wouldn't it? Yeah. Like... Something that you so badly want, your intrinsic is intrinsic yeah. within you that you're you so wired to want, yeah. and you're not seeing it anywhere. How would that not yeah. affect your mental health? Yeah. And there's nothing worse. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say there's nothing worse as a woman, but probably even a man as well to feel undesirable. Yeah, because yeah. it's all actually, do you know what? Especially for women, because women are taught that we have to be beautiful yeah, yeah, in order yeah. to be desirable, yeah. wifeable, yeah. people to spend money on us, and yeah. women not desirable, like. We just feel like I was even saying to you the other day, I don't have weave in my hair at the moment. Mm. I feel ugly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in order yeah. to feel good, I must have something in my hair. Yeah. An extension. Yeah. It's awful. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, oh, there was something I was gonna say that I've completely forgotten. The bumble research stuff. Yeah, the bumble. Um But yeah, that was what I was gonna mm. say. Yeah, I think on the more positive note, like we need to be the change we wanna see, yeah. as annoying as that term is. Yeah. Like genuinely, the more we see some form of depiction of black love, the more normal it will become to us. Like it's not a mythical concept. And I think there's also like consider, it's important to consider that what you see is first of all, not the reality. Like the fact that statistics aren't out there, uh, like highlighting anything that is relevant to us. There's no... um, representation for us doesn't mean that it's not happening thank you like again that's what i was saying is like it's not been researched yeah, enough yeah. the way that like poor mental health amongst the black community yeah, has yeah, been researched so yeah. like don't get put off yeah yeah so i was listening interestingly there's this sick podcast that these two older women yeah started so. it was so good um so basically these two older women one is called patsy and the other one is called joe um yeah, I don't remember their surnames. I feel terrible. But um, they did research for years, like focus groups, uh, studies, surveys on black love in the UK. Mm. And they literally had the same issue that we're saying we have. There's no representation. There's no, um, there's no statistics. There's no research. Only research that does exist is US focused. Yeah, and we all know that our experience is completely different to, to US the, the black um, African-American experience mm-hmm. um, And yeah Like a lot of their find, findings I just found super interesting So their Sorry Their study was Looking at black love uh, People's pe- feelings towards it uh, The issues that mean That it's harder for us Like all this stuff That we're discussing on the pod I found it particularly interesting Because they're older So they're in their 50s 
and they're having the exact same conversations <laughs> and issues that we are. I found that incredibly interesting. But um, they were talking about how like, even a lot of the things, sorry, there's two points that I want to make here. One is that um, we need to learn how to date. So first of all, a lot of us grew up in households where you literally weren't allowed to look at a boy until you were 35. Mm. Um, and we're not even 35 yet, meaning you're still not allowed to look you at still, a boy. Do you know what I've done the other day? And I was like, Rah. I still look at the back of the bus. To see if there's boys. <laughs> <laughs> Big woman like you. <laughs> you, whoa. That's actually you Larry. You're actually Larry. What the heck are you doing? <laughs> I whoa. Went past and my eyes immediately went to the back. <laughs> But why did you go to the top? Anyway, every time you try and make me go to the top deck, I'm like, why are we oh, here? Oh, no, that's for fun. I like to be right for fun. Front. Oh, for fun. Because I feel like I'm on a ride. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't take bus anymore, buddy. Yeah, we are, I've never been on a bus. Never I don't even know what that is. Bus, you know. Just disgusting, rough. <laughs> With my Gucci jumper, I'm going to go on the bus. <laughs> you must not know me. I'm still looking at the back of the bus. No, God, I'm actually going to pray for <laughs> I'm you. I'm looking for man. Because, what what are like, you looking for? Do you know, did you not grow up looking at the back of the bus? Looking for boys. Yeah, but I just still, just naturally, I just still look. I'm not, I don't want to feel boys. I've got an update for this group. This is the second time I was going to say, this is the second time you're talking about an underage boy. (laughs) You need to stop. No, but what I was going to say is like, we need to learn to date. Like none of us, we really, really, really should not discount that. This discourse that we have and the fact that we are genuinely the only community that has such a terrible and uh, negative discourse around dating and understanding each Mm. other as men and women. There's a reason for that. The cultural influence and the cultural experience of growing up in a house where it's a taboo to even look at the opposite sex. I don't even want to tell you the story of the first time I told my mum I fancied someone. And yes, <laughs> there was one time because I was crazy. As the youngest, I had a moment, boy. And I, I thought, <laughs> youngest, I thought things have yeah. changed. I was like, my mum's a modern mother. <laughs> I can tell. My mum, we were up till three a.m. talking. Oh my gosh! And it wasn't a conversation. She just kept telling me, "But focus on reading." <laughs> but you're so young But you should And do you know what Bless her though I could tell she was trying Yeah Like she'd be like Why do you like him? What is it that you like? <laughs> He's just funny <laughs> He makes me laugh <laughs> We always do our maths together Who is it? <gasps> oh I can't share Because <laughs> I just clocked the age I wouldn't it know was... who this is Yeah Oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm going to spare my water It was um <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did you not know about my crush on him? Yeah, I do know. Yeah. So my mum. He's white, by the way, guys. Yeah. That's the only white guy I've ever fancied in my life. I was in love. Like a, what do you call them? Reverse Oreo. He is, Remember yeah. That? But he Some wasn't cringe with it. He wasn't no, like he wasn't a, cringe, yeah. Yeah. I like white people, people who have grown up around black people have the sauce. They just, he just has the but sauce. He's, he's still white. He's, he was not trying to be yeah. black even in the slightest, but he had the sauce. The sauce. <sighs> Fucking hell. I have a bit of that. I think I'll be tied back. I'll have a little, <laughs> have a little nibble of that white chocolate, I would. <laughs> it's black history, mother. I'll have a little chug of that. <laughs> that beer, that lager. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
Go to your happy price, price line. Anyway, you drinking beers actually hilarious. Yeah, I've, I'm, Colombia actually did drink beers because everyone did. Any, not often, not often. Once in a blue moon. Anyway, a lot of terrible things coming out about me in this was, um, yeah, like we really should not discount the fact that we grew up being told that no, no, stay away. The devil is yeah. is where dating is. Yeah. Like, and one day we woke up and said, actually, fuck what my parents said. I want a date. You don't know how. You gen- we don't yeah, we don't know don't how, know how yeah. there's a reason we don't understand each other so badly we don't know how today mm-hmm. a lot of um other communities grew up being taught courting like they were taught what it looks like whether you're t- whether we're talking arranged marriages in a lot of Asian communities yeah. or just white people who are allowed to date from one years old you were taught yeah. what to do and how to woo the other and how to make the other happy mm. where to this whole like the old ball and chain and how <laughs> how comfortable white people are with that saying of like, um, you know, you know, my wife's gonna bother me when I get home. She's, and they just complain about their wife because they were just taught that it's like this is what women yeah, are this like. Is what, yeah. This is what women yeah. do. They've Rather got an understanding. I'm so scarred by women. Yes, like, it's again, not. It comes back to the fifth. I think everything's just about fear. Yeah, yeah. Even like, I think what I'm kind of more conscious of, and I want to do more of an effort of, like. Even just speaking to men, I feel like there's a huge divide between the two sexes where it's like, you can't, a man can't speak to a woman without trying to move to her properly. Yeah. And they just have no source. Like, you can't interact with people. Yeah. They, just, we just don't interact with each yeah, other. Yeah. And we like, don't talk. Everything Ugh, feels yeah. so calculated. Like, yeah. you, a guy actually might see you in, a, in an party and might think she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And not say a word. But it has to mean more. It has to mean he wants yeah. to be with you if he did say yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it's actually not that deep. I think just really get used to going out and actually just speaking to people. It doesn't yeah. have to be romantic. Let's at least make that first step. Yes, like, yeah, absolutely. Then you'll realise that like, there's a lot of like people out there that are not, everybody's fine. Everyone's actually friendly. <laughs> friendly and, and normal, there's, yeah. There's been so many times like where we've been out as friends or whatever. We go to places and you go home feeling a bit empty. Yeah. Because you go out with the expectation to meet people. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be romantic. Yeah. I've been to places where I've met fantastic women. Yeah. Do you prefer to be a bit, meet more men actually as I got a bit older? Yeah. But like, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah, but yeah. But even like a male friend. Like, Absolutely. I like, I like male energy. Like even if we're just friendly, like let's communicate with each other a little bit more. And the thing is you brought me on perfectly to the next point that <laughs> I was going to make from Patsy and uh, Joe's, Joe's study. So they were saying in in the same vein of what you were saying earlier about like statistics not representing us. Mm. Um, a lot of us think that th- this day and age, everyone meets people online now. We live in an online era. Everything's online. Um, you know, if you don't have Hinge, you're not dating or whatever mm. else. Those things are true, but not for us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Online yeah. is not where we yeah. thrive. So they found that 66% of the people in their study mm. um, had met their partner in real life and they were friends of friends. Every guy I've ever met and dated and been with, I've met him for a friend. friend of a friend. And also, we have this like, we, we're constantly drilling into our minds that like, oh, the black community is so small. Yes, it is small. There's like 3.3% of us in the UK or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's still like, I don't know, millions of people. Like, yeah. we don't know every... We don't know every black Remember person. Remember, even re- like last year, I actually humbled myself because I feel like I, I know a lot of people. 
And I went to a WizKid concert and I was like, raw, oh, so many people don't know. Like, you, little you, you know. Little me. Small you. Why would you know everybody me. there? Why would I know everyone? But I, I'm in my head, I'm made to feel like, yeah. oh, that person is... Bubble, yeah. There is so many people so out many, there. So many, so many. So if you go to a party tonight, as you are, you might meet a friend, maybe in a friendly way, and he might have a new batch of friends. And you know what's funny that you mentioned parties? Because 49% of people met their partner in a bar or a club. There we go. Get out of your fucking house. <laughs> Go to the club and talk to your friends of friends. And That's what you need to do. So there's an overlap. 66, 49. It's because obviously there's an overlap between those two, two statistics. A lot of those people were meeting friends of friends at the club. At the club. So yeah, even if the community is small, your, your husband is in the small community yeah. and your wife is in the small community. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, we shouldn't get lost in this idea of like... Um, Stushness and not embracing what actually works for us. Mm. We need to talk to each other, not just to date, but to understand each other better. But a nice little cherry on the cake and silver lining could be maybe you will find your partner also by opening your mouth and communicating you. with people. You just never know, you never where know. your partner is. Because we went to a networking event the other day. We met black women. That's yeah, who we yeah. spoke to. We might go to one of our events and, and maybe me like, like, and that's just how it goes. Yeah. We so yeah, I, I think it's that that hit home when they spoke about it because I was like, that's so interesting mm. that like it almost feels like when you when we think about dating and talk about it, people have written off in person. People don't go to motives because ah, everyone they're gonna know everyone there. Yeah. It's gonna be that's where you need to go. <laughs> yes, where to you go. Where you're gonna know everybody is where you need to go. <laughs> because that's a sixty-six percent chance is that where that's where your partner yeah. is. Um and yeah, obviously, there's there's so much else with online dating as well. So it, it ended up being that 16% of people had met their partner online. Mm. And that 16% includes people who are dating outside of their race. Ah. So black people meeting black people online, God knows what that percentage was. So delete your Hinge profile, baby. And step yeah. outside and smell the fresh air. Yeah, just go outside. Go outside. And we. I'm really passionate about us talking to each other. Yeah. Men and women don't talk. Just friends. I can't explain how much I value my male friends because they put me on. They educate yeah, they the do. shit out of yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. about things. Yeah. And not every day, I don't understand it. It doesn't make, if it doesn't make sense, then it's not right. Let's try and understand. Same with men. I, do, I don't know. I will say that. Maybe men are better at, at being like, I don't understand, but we move. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think women are some often, not to generalize, but we're often worse at being like, I don't get it, but that's just what it is. We'll be like, but I, want, I must get it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what one one thing I was thinking about? I was thinking about like what do I actually enjoy about black love? Yeah. And when I've been with a black man. Yeah. And I feel like what I really, really enjoy is like humor. Mm. Like the ability for you to like, I remember me and my ex years ago. Do you remember um our vines? Yeah. We used to watch Vine compilations on like World Star. Yeah. yeah. And because we're from the same community, we get we it. Just get it. Every single video was hilarious. Yeah, like yeah. the music that you're listening to, I'm listening to it too. Like yeah. there's just kind of this. This dialogue that doesn't even need to happen sometimes because yeah. we just get each other. Yeah. And I think that's what's so beautiful about Black Love. I agree. There's, it is invaluable to just be able to exist unapologetically mm. without having to explain your existence and having someone that just gets, gets it. it. And the, when we talk about getting it, it's not always tangible things. It's just like simple, simple things that you just get. You get it. Because you grew up in the same environment. And it sets you up. It gives you a head start really on how to love me. Mm-hmm. Like... As far as like, I don't know, acts of service might be my love language. Um, it's more likely that like, I don't know, if if my mum needs help with her shopping, mm. for example, or like being picked up from somewhere, maybe someone, I don't know if it's true, but maybe someone from outside of my community will be like, get her an Uber. 
And that would be fine. Mm. But a black man will get that. Nah, let's, we must pick her up. Yeah, My like mom is nice going community. to respect and love that you picked yeah. me up rather than you sent me a cap. Like, I don't know. That might be yeah. a bad example. But little things that are like, you know culturally what we value mm-hmm. and what is important to us. And it makes you better at loving me easier. I love that. Yeah, I love when men are, are get the respect thing. Even things like when a man has met my mom. And I, I I love that initial meet, <laughs> that moment of letting them interact and seeing how does he move? Like, mm. does he call her auntie? Does he kneel down? Does he does he come or whatever? Like, mm. come on, sorry. But with someone else, yeah, it's just it's never gonna happen. Yeah, it's not to say that that, you know, interracial day and whatever, that's cool. But it's just I think there's nothing more beautiful than being able to just even just see yourself. You know, sometimes when you I said, I think on the last episode, when you go home and you're with your family and you just, you love yourself more because you're around people that you love. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? So even yeah. seeing like a black woman and just like that reflecting who you are. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's even good for your growth. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's nice to just feel at home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think black love is, is fantastic. It's but beautiful. I just, I, yeah, I really just wish there was more representation and, and I think therefore there will be less pressure on, like for example, at the moment, I just pray that India and Dami don't split up. <laughs> and got their like little like, children. Yeah. Children My young. Man, I'm nearly 30. Yeah. Why am I relying on like rep- for Do you know what I mean? It's like I think we hold we hold them onto them so much, those examples. Even like um John oh my god, John Boyega? John yeah, John Boyega, yeah. Boyega. 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 Yay. He was struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he um released his statement about dating black women, I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. But then the fear of me was like, well, imagine he did it. Like yeah. it's like I'm it's a fear thing again. Do you know what's sad about um oh wow, my mind keeps going blank. <laughs> you were talking about John Boyega. John Boyega. One thing I can say actually though, I think to go back to the point that I made on earlier was um, I think I need to stop following like gossip pages. I think the <laughs> black community, no, it's like they, they do a really bad job of it. Like they, the whole, the whole premise of these gossip pages is to, to kind of demolish black love and then shine them in a bad light. I agree. Like yeah, yeah. even when people split up, like run, yeah, split up. Like yeah. even when they when they they're getting together, these gossip pages literally are like designed to try and like clock if that person's cheating or something. This is all part of the propaganda yeah. of like yeah. who's black love. Like it's not depicted. It's not depicted well. well. And they they capitalize off of the fact that black love is kind of like unicornish. Yeah. So yeah, whether it's even when they post like oh look. He wore her a, a car or whatever. It's like you're capitalizing. You're not normalizing this thing. You're capitalizing off of something that should be normal. Yeah. Um. And then obviously there's the negative side of like as quickly as you want to build up, we want to tear it down. Um. And that's not the kind of representation that we need. What no. we need is, our, the rep- I don't believe in representation that's not normal. I don't believe in this whole like even. It's so straight sad that. I have to criticize it, but like pages like black love pages. Mm. Because I know you're trying, but I don't need it to be like gimmicky and yeah. um, a commodity. Yeah. Like I want it normalized. Yeah. And what I was going to say that I almost forgot was it's so sad how we criticize people who do show their love. Like we're the quickest when it comes to black people, we mm. will be the first to say, she's always posting a man <laughs> in it. Other communities don't do that. It's like, it's just part of the he's norm. a part of your life. Yeah. In the same way, you're probably in a lot of my posts. Yeah. 
If I was with my man all the time, why wouldn't he be? We're so critical. Yeah. So it's almost like you can't win. And now I think it's, I really want to talk about this whole like, um, not posting mm. your partner stuff mm. <laughs> and like the fear around fear again you know soft Instagram soft launching and mm. whatever else the whole thing is like you said it's fear mongering and I think it's um, I don't know what has started I guess it's the fact that because it's so black love is so rare you feel like you're going to be really under the spotlight if you post yours yeah but it only makes it worse. Yeah. The more, the less people we have being forthcoming about their relationships. Like most of the people I know in relationships, they only post their, post their partner and close friends. Yeah, yeah. They can be married. My, yeah. A lot of my married friends, mm. they post their partner and close friends. That is crazy. Like why do you have to be my yeah. close friend to see my husband? Yeah. And then we go to the bloody, the gossip pages. Yeah. And they're like, and they really promote love that's just, it's not mediocre. Yeah, yeah. It's like even today on the Shade Borough, and then it's not no, the shade room. It's funny because I actually don't even follow the shade room, but sometimes I type in mm. to have a look what's going on. Mm. So Jordan Woods, do you remember Jordan, her, yeah, Kylie's yeah. bestie? Her man um, didn't get her a gift this year. Jesus. He said, pick two businesses and I'm going to invest. And of course the black women are like, yeah, this is what I need. Yeah. That is not normal. No, it's not. A that's, lot of men can't that's, afford that's, to, for you to yeah. pick two businesses and stuff. Yeah. And then we're looking up to, I guess... Cardi B sometimes an offset and all that relationship he cheats on and off or whatever. <laughs> this is crazy, but these are all the kind of loves the people that we These are the, the loudest yeah. depictions and of love that And then also these gossip pages are posting black men with light-skinned women yeah. or white women. Yeah. These are representations that these gossip pages want to present. What, yeah, gossip pages are will be the death of black love if we're not yeah. careful. And we yeah. all, the black community love it. We all indulge in it. But I think it's, it's because there aren't options. The lack of options is making people... Yeah. Like, this is all we've got. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, this is why I can only encourage... Obviously, I'm a single, lonely girl. <laughs> so I can't really You're alone, practice what I preach. Yeah, yeah. I'm not alone. I'm actually not lonely. But yeah, <laughs> I can't practice what I preach just yet. But I promise you, if I ever get into a relationship, <laughs> I will join you. Post your partner. Like, yeah. be, be comfortable in normalizing that you're in a relationship. Yeah. And I don't know. I, how I always like to check myself is, would I do this... Uh, if not for you Like mm. so If it were you Would I post it Then I'm posting it Yeah if, And Sorry I, I was going to say I use the same logic with dating It's like Would I go To this restaurant without you mm. If I wouldn't Then I'm not going with you <laughs> <laughs> Like I, my, That's how I rationalise things All the time But yeah. yeah Just try your best to Just be the change you want to see yeah, And have high time. hopes as well Like yeah. Love is a good thing It's a fantastic it's feeling beautiful. Yeah like Indulge in it And go for it And that's one thing I loved about That Love Life show Guys watch it Honestly I've been yeah, trying yeah. to put people On one by one <laughs> It's really good Rookie no, put really me good. on But I just love how Light and simple They make Like real things That we all go through And mm. and I don't know It kind of simplifies Life experiences That we overcomplicate In our minds Yeah So love is a very Complicated concept mm-hmm. Obviously And it, it is But I like that They take, take a step away from it And say Most people fall in love Three times in their life Or two times in their life yeah. You know, you have relationships, they end. And eventually, you mm-hmm. settle down with one person. Yeah. And you move on. Like, I love the simplicity mm-hmm. of it. And I think a lot of other um, cultures and... No, let me just say cultures. Have embraced that simplicity. Mm. And are willing to be like, yeah, we're in a relationship for six weeks. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm really... I, I really yeah. enjoyed that six weeks. Yeah. It was great. Because I think, I think black people are constantly told that we're just not good enough. Yeah. So we're all prepping ourselves. I think I've done that from about 23 up 
till now <laughs> where I'm like, oh, I'm not good. Let me work on myself. Let me work on myself. Let me work on myself. And I think a lot of people don't re- actually realize that you only understand yourself in relation to somebody else. Mm. So I might lock myself in, in like a way for like, 10 years I might be yeah. working out Every single day And I might think oh, I'm the baddest bitch yeah. In this room yeah. There's only me And I'll go to a club And there's a thousand bad, That's Baddest an absolute bitches fact, yeah. And then I'll feel Insecure about myself So I think it's important To practice Practice on others That's like, an absolute fact Yeah like I think men especially Are very bad at that Like yeah. they do the whole Like I'm working on myself And then they go And hide away They hibernate <laughs> And it's like What work do, Who knows yeah. Are you working on yourself yeah. are you, you might make yourself and worse you come out with a flare jeans. Literally <laughs> Like You've missed the fashion trends you You're wearing <laughs> flare jeans And also you've trained yourself To be the perfect yeah. person For a mythical woman Mythical woman And then you put so much pressure On that one relationship yeah. And then when that goes wrong Because it's gonna go wrong Because yeah, people exactly. Then you're scarred for life. Yeah. And you're traumatized. You're traumatized. And then it's like, I don't need a man. Men are trash. There are good people out there and they're good people. There's like, there's, there might just be people out there who are not compatible for you. And that's fine. I do think as a community, there are work, there's work that we need to be doing, which I do feel like on a positive note as well, there has been an increase or there is an increase of black men attending therapy. Yeah. So these are good things. I'm glad we need to. Acknowledge, yeah, yeah, and like more black people are going to, you know, university and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's good. That increases our prospects of like secure housing, yeah, more employment and stuff like that. This all com- contributes to I don't know our, our ability to love, yeah, and our well being. So yeah. there is hope. There's most certainly hope. Watch Love Life if you want hope. Watch Love Life. Yeah. I loved it. It's annoying though because season two is about a black guy, and I'm not really enjoying it as much. I enjoyed it. Really, I was surprised by what you said. Ah. I, I, like I cried twice. Did you? Yeah. I find it beautiful Yeah Do you know what I like it But I just like the woman's story The woman's story is more entertaining It's more relatable I just wish she was a black woman Yeah I get what you mean But I like that they made it It's great But yeah Something that I think I took away from that I think everyone can take away Is just Mm. like Really simplify dating Like allow yourself the moments Allow yourself moments to learn Mm. Allow yourself moments to enjoy Like Mm. it was ingrained in us From very 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 young And it's all Everything's interlinked Like the sex stuff is interlinked with this But Relationships can only end in like marriage, basically. Yeah. I feel like since I was 13, I was thinking about, are you the one? Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy, isn't it? Like, genuinely, yeah. I remember there was a guy that I had a crush on when <laughs> one of my best friends, he was one of my best male friends at school, um, and I had a crush on him. I think we liked each other, to be honest. And I literally would go home and be like, am I going to marry him? <laughs> And I thought, oh, this is the life we would build our kids. Yeah. And I wasn't even one of those girls that was like, love and marriage, yeah. missus. I wasn't that girl. But I still was like, by the end of the day, yeah. marriage. We just take it too seriously. Too seriously. too seriously. And then we pick up those like black books from like the library. There was loads in Homerton, like Homerton Library yeah, in Hackney. That <laughs> needs to be burnt down. Really? Or I hope the books have been I'm so dead. Us because the black books that were available was always like the hip hop honey. Yeah, that's true. With the man in yeah, the suit. Yeah. And it was just like, what? American. American. It? Yeah. They were ruining us. crap. Yeah. Then they'll say we're not even black. <laughs> they actually said we're not black, you know. God, what am I? Yeah. I think representation is one of the biggest. And just actively. Balancing the scales in your mind Like mm. I'm hot on acknowledging The reality of shit Because I think that's the only way You can ever progress in life mm-hmm. um, And progress past an issue The reality is 
everything is rigged against us. Yeah. It's fucking rigged. Like the game is rigged. And it, it means that the foundations that we're starting on to try and find and build love and maintain, not even just build, maintain love mm. in this country are really, really rocky and bad. Yeah. And we have to actively do the work to balance that that really terribly tipped scale back to normality and and create a foundation where we can achieve this thing. And I think the two, the, there are a few things we can do. One is, yeah, actively engaging in representation, like where you can represent, like be representation of love yeah. and don't shit on people who do represent and, mm. and share their love. Mm. Congratulate and just be happy for them. Yeah. Don't stand because that's also weird. <laughs> just just celebrate people because we no one can tell me that they've not looked at a girl and be like, she's always posting her. <laughs> Chill, like, and, and so what? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the the other thing I think we can do is just re- chilling the fuck out. Like. Yeah. Take the fucking pressure yeah. off. Yeah. Take it off. Take the pressure off. If you want to just have sex with that person, that is fine. Yeah. As long as you want to. Do yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. For mentally stable. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say That's the fear whole again. lot of caveats. Oh yeah. The fear. <laughs> Sorry, you can be able to handle it. <laughs> can you handle that? Literally. Literally, just spread your wings, man. I think even just looking back as we reflect. Yeah. As we turn to the big three, I feel like I just put so much pressure on myself in terms of like men kind of growing up and I never allow myself to have different types of relationships. Same. Everything had to be serious because Same. if you didn't take me seriously, then what? Am I some just like booty call or am yeah. I just a joke to you? Like I feel, you usually kind of feel invalidated and sometimes those relationships are just fine to have. It's such a merry-go-round because mm. it's like, I think everything in life is chicken and egg but what started that? It's, it's, it's easy to say to people, don't take everything so seriously. Where yeah. it's like we we were kind of it's ingrained in us to think yeah. to have to. Because there's a backlash. Yes, yeah. yeah, and there are consequences to not taking mm-hmm. or being serious in a relationship. Yeah. I think everybody needs to make sure that we're doing the work at the same time, yeah. so that there isn't a consequence. Exactly, because I just feel like what a lot of black men typically kind of mention sometimes. I'm not saying everybody, but like. Or black women are more uptight, whereas white women are a bit more free and stuff like that. Who but made like, us that way? Yeah, like what made us that way? What made us that way? It's like we we're not we haven't been given the privilege to be like Whoa! it's never felt safe to be free. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't safe for us. That's not a privilege that we've had. No. Yeah. We're we're doing better for sure. Like yeah. times are changing I for the better. Yeah. So that's great, but I, there's still a long way to go. So we all yeah. need to actively just remind ourselves at every step, like. Allow yourself to be free. Yeah. And men, stop making women, like, I don't know, explain. I, I don't know if this is a personal thing. Let me mm. not cry on the mic too much. <laughs> but like, men are constantly trying to remind me that, like, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready for a relationship. Or, and oh, I'm like, yeah. my guy, who said I want That's one? Like, though, it's your it? fear. Everyone's yeah. scared. Yeah. Because I, I will say that I've, I've done a lot of work to try and shake off a lot of this fear stuff with my endeavors abroad. <laughs> And I think I've I've done a pretty good job of it. Mm. So it's quite frustrating coming back into this environment where people try and force me into a hole that it doesn't fit. Yeah, That's yeah. not who I am. Yeah. But you're projecting somebody else's problem onto me. Don't assume that women always want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> we might not. We probably you don't see even. see our group chat or just Bruh. individual chats. Yeah. You don't want to see We it. ain't trying to get with you. We actually try. <laughs> like that. And this is the thing. It's like, I hate that game isn't acknowledged. Like, I'm not going to come to you and be like, you're dead. Yeah. I'm going to make you feel good because that's game, baby. <laughs> I'm going to make you no, think you're the like, pengest guy. The good guys lose too sometimes. What do you mean? You know the guy, there's always a guy out there who claims he's the good guy and like he's been done dirty by a girl. Usually he's the biggest <laughs> prick of them all. <laughs> but I'm going to make 
you feel good. If I'm actually interested in you, yeah. I'm going to make you feel like I like you. Yeah. So don't, that doesn't mean I'm in love with you. It means I've got game, weirdo. <laughs> it's so frustrating because they're so entitled. Oh, we're slamming black men. Whoops. Black history, I'm sorry. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love black men. <laughs> Name two reasons you love black men. I think they look so good. <laughs> we're proper pair of phonies. We're like, uplift, uplift. But the truth but is, the truth. the truth is the truth. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm Do you know what? Do you know what? When I most love black men is when they're being silly. Same. Just it's, loosen up. It's yeah. really nice when they're being immature. Yeah. It's like, I'm so happy for you. Like, and even, you know, when they play with their boys a little bit. Yeah. They're silly. I'm silly. like, you guys, man. Just be happy. Yeah. I love that. I love seeing black men happy, yeah. you know. It brings me a lot of joy. I get why that black boy joy thing, as cringy as it was, yeah. I get why it went viral. Because it's like, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice seeing you lot being silly and, and listening just men up. smiling and just getting along. Oh, I want to give a man a hug. Yeah. A good one, though. Not a bad one. Cheeky squeeze. Yeah, maybe a bum <laughs> squeeze if he if he gives consent. <laughs> oh my god, why are black men so funny with their bums? They hate <laughs> they, they hate their bums. They're like, why you touch my bum? Like it's homophobic, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah literally. Yeah. It's the feminine thing to have. Bum. You have one. <laughs> and Ghanaian men are back and they hate you. <laughs> men always the dip is that back dip. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm very <laughs> I always feel insecure. I'm like, you're more of a woman than me. <laughs> I guess I wear the trousers around here. They've proper got that back. Oh, gosh. Oh, I need to get a Vagane man so my, my daughters can have a big bum. <laughs> Just some problematic mothers model their, their, their partner choices on that kind of stuff. Uh, but no, yeah, I do want everyone to feel more hopeful about dating because it's, it's sad seeing the narrative out there at the yeah, moment. It it's is. bleak as fuck. Mm. And this is one of the things that I'm so passionate about at the moment, yeah. Everybody lives in this world of, like, uh, one day. We live in a fantasy land where I think, I think because of the fact that there was so much pressure put on dating and we weren't allowed to do it, it became, a, like, a mythical concept um, and something that we aspire to as, like, one day I'm going to date. And I don't think we've ever shaken it off. No, so, we haven't, no. We are now adults saying, one day I'm going to find my life partner. One day. And nobody's doing the work or taking the steps towards it. You need to prioritize it. You need to actually actively try and get that. It doesn't just randomly land in your lap. That's not how life works. And even if you're one of those lucky people that it does, Mm. to keep it, you still have to have done some work. So I'm really, really, I get frustrated these days seeing the narrative, I guess, online, like in conversation with people Mm. that are just talking about one day and like we love a hypothetical for some reason yeah my kids are never boy my boyfriend (laughs) my man where Where, is he where they at baby (laughs) we're still looking where is he (laughs) like and no no shame to you for not having him i obviously don't but when does the point come that you're like time to get it now like exactly time for me to ready myself yeah and put myself in the right environment. And there's so much shame around that of like, yeah. I want a partner now. You can't go outside it and say that. It just proves again that like people just feel like it's completely un- unobtainable. Unobtainable, yeah. yeah. But we all, but we still want it as much as we always did. Something's got to give yeah. is my I point. I want love. I feel like I've re- like realised that maybe like this year, I'm like, oh no, I actually want to be in love. Hundred. Like, I want to share love. I, I love love. I can kind of hide away sometimes and I'll oh, forget. It's just long. Yeah. But it's like, no, like you want to love on someone hard and you want that to be reciprocated. Love is so nice. You want to level up. Yeah. And that part as well. Yeah. Like, it's practical even. Yeah. I love love. 
Like love is so nice. When you're in being in love with someone, it's not a joke. Like yeah. that's such a lovely feeling. And we all deserve and want it. Mm-hmm. You must try and get it now. And it will improve your lifestyle. It will. Yeah. It really, really will. Yeah. We need to do demystify love and start talking to people. So I guess maybe let's challenge you this week. Yeah. Um, if you're a man, find a female friend to have just like an unfiltered conversation with about something progressive in your personal love life. Um, be honest and vulnerable about what it is that you're seeking. If anything, I'm mm-hmm. sure many of you are seeking nothing because <laughs> most men you talk to are like, I I don't want it. If I don't want yeah. a relationship, but they go home and cry and squeeze their pillow at night. I don't I don't get it. But maybe try your best to be honest for yeah. once and have a real conversation about dating, like something that you don't understand about women. Maybe. Once, like something that you need advice about. If there's something you're ch- that's challenging you at the moment mm. that you don't get, and you felt like, who do I talk to? My boys are rubbish because I actually feel sorry for men. They're yeah, really they bad at talking sometimes. to each other. Yeah. yeah, talk to one of your female friends. If not, talk to us. Message- I'm actually more than happy to give yeah. advice. And honestly, I've got game. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, in it, I've actually got game. No, I say true. this all the time. I've got game. <laughs> I I could start like a. Hitch service. I could a fitch. <laughs> Let's do. I love that. Actually... Even my friend called me the other day. He's like, "Oh, like it's my girl's. He had a graduation wedding. He's like, oh, what can I get her?" And I was like, "Hmm, patterned. Get her this, this, this." He's like, "It's true. Amazing. Bro. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. I've never given. Bye. I've never given a man <laughs> advice, and he's not like, wow. And one thing I'll say about my advice: people always show me the results, and I'm like, <laughs> I know. Sometimes the results is that they got pregnant, boy. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying If you're ready for a baby (laughs) Hit me up (laughs) Uh, No Women as well Like Talk to your male friends Yeah Yeah Let's let's try and understand each other Like let's actually Try Because it doesn't just happen one day Yeah And when you go out Socialize Socialize Doesn't have to be romantic man If I talk to you Please Just talk to me You know I've had I'm not No 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 99% of the time When I talk to people They're nice Mm. But I'd say maybe 10%, 10%, they're like, oh, I've got a yes. girlfriend. Oof. And I'm like, right. okay. Yeah. And I hope she's well. <laughs> Is she here? I'd love to introduce myself. It's not like they're safeguarding their relationship yeah. and yeah. you can't speak. We've spoke about this before where like men get in relationships and they completely change their personality. They don't know how to interact it's with like, women anymore. And it goes to show you don't need to form a personality outside of fl- flirting. Mate. Yeah. Because a lot of men, 80% of the personality was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing else left. <laughs> you need to form another personality to, to so you can still interact with women after yeah. you've got a partner. But yeah, like, Talk to me like a normal person. Don't make me feel silly because you've got a girlfriend because I don't care. Yeah. I don't think... I've deep. never moved to a man in my entire life. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> never. Yeah. If I'm talking to you, I'm probably... It's it's probably more likely that I'm not interested to you, in you if I'm talking to oh, you. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So don't fly it's yourself. You're probably, the, you're probably the deadest in the room. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Hilarious. But um, yeah, I enjoyed that. Same. I hope it's it's been uplifting and I hope you feel like there is actually hope for you in yeah. terms of your your love life. I hope you feel validated. Yes, validate. That's a key word. Yeah. Because well. like, we're all in this together, yeah. really. So we need to have more open conversations about it. If you're one of those people that's like, another relationship. Yes, it is another one. Yeah. Because we've still got the same problems we had we yesterday. <laughs> so yes, we have to keep talking about it. Because nothing will change otherwise. I don't want to die alone. I don't know about you guys. I sure don't. I don't want to die alone. I definitely don't. And you won't. And we won't. Yeah. But if you're one of those ops, you don't want to die alone either. Yeah, you don't want to die Yeah, man. Stay listening. So yeah. <laughs> Hope there's been some useful gems. 
Um, Black love is most certainly not dead. There's plenty no. of hope. There are so many relationships that just aren't posting because why would they? And I get it. Yes. Um, That's actually very true. You know, I feel yeah. like there's a lot of relationships. There's a lot of people in this world. And remember, not everyone's on social media as yeah, well. Like, yeah. And you don't follow like, most people don't follow over maybe like 5,000 people max. Yeah. You don't know everyone. You don't know everyone. So there are really people and black couples and just normal people with normal jobs yeah. and normal looking as well, by the yeah. way. We're just getting on with it. It's so interesting even... Yeah, I don't know why we're so hush-hush about it. Like when I think about content creators even... Mm. There's often the thing where you find out they have a partner and you're like, oh, yeah. really? And it's a big reveal. It's always a big reveal when someone has a partner. Yeah. Why? Everyone's protecting their love. You don't need to, not to yeah. say that we need to see it, but yeah. it's like, why was it a big dirty secret? Like, surely they would have come up in conversation at least yeah. once. Yeah, we need to stop. We need to stop. I think because there's a lot of like, Hate as well I feel like Yeah there is We're yeah. so quick to be like Ah oh, cancelled cancelled Or like yeah. Oh he's a dirtbag Or da 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 Even I've I've seen people where I'm not good I'll be honest Where like A guy's been born again I'm like Oh he must have been a cheat before Like he's changed oh, his ways I've seen that before You think that? Yeah I've thought that before oh, When like a man so... will change his ways And I'm like hmm. Yeah I've, I've I know what you mean I've thought that And I've it makes me sad because it's like the whole premise is everyone deserves a second chance. Thank you. Like, imagine me being counted out for something that I've done once. Yeah. Like, no, well, this, it's not I think fair. This is, the, this is the generation we live in and I think with the black community we're so quick to judge people. We're so judgmental. So quick. Like, yeah. And I think, yeah, it's that even for me to have those thoughts it's, it's bad vibes because yeah. yeah everybody deserves a new chance like that person's literally gone to church and decided to be born again yeah. like, it's such a it's huge journey it's not a small decision but I think yeah. we just never let go of things we don't, in the yeah. black community and we think we know everything and everyone yes. everyone's got a story that they can tell about somebody that they heard Thank a lot you. of the time founded in crap yeah. these days I ask when people come to me and say oh boy I heard he I'm like where <laughs> yeah. and then they're like don't know yeah. often it's not even like they can trace it back yeah. one person like oh James told me yeah. usually it's like don't know and I also find that people actually find it quite comforting. So it's like, it kind of validates what you think in terms of black love is dead. Yes, so it's absolutely. Like, oh, I'm all right then. Another I'm, I'm one. better off. And then yeah. when, you, when you think you're better off, you actually mean you think you're better off single. Yeah. So then you're not even bothering with love. You're making it more unattainable. representation again. You are gaslighting yourself. Mm. You want this thing, but you are telling yourself that it's unattainable, mm. unattainable, isn't worth having. Yeah. And anyone who has it is stupid, but you want it. Yeah. Let's acknowledge the truth. You want it. So you want to nibble, you want to bite. You want to nibble and a bite. <laughs> <laughs> you want a little licky licky. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! <sighs> For those of you who are already getting the licky licky, congratulations! <laughs> please, <laughs> please be posting yourself yeah. so that we can see you and feel like it's less unicornish yeah. to find love because yeah. it certainly isn't. And I can't wait for the day We will find the love that we seek mm. In somebody And don't have to listen to these types of stupid conversations <laughs> Ever again Ever again Yeah But yeah, thank you so much guys Thank you for listening That was our first episode It was our first Black, Black History, History Month. Month episode Happy Black History Month again And hopefully you enjoy next week's episode too um, Lock in on Sunday to wizardradio.com at 5pm oh yeah, yeah, yeah because we shall be there oh also watch this BuzzFeed thing that I did yes. so it's called Bridge The Bridge The Bridge yeah The Bridge on BuzzFeed um, yeah it's interesting content for Black History Month talking about again black issues um, but there's a spin on it of like discussing issues with, within our community amongst different generations mm-hmm. Um 
It's really interesting conversation. So that's on YouTube? It is on YouTube. It will be on BuzzFeed's YouTube. I'm sure you can go on BuzzFeed, Insta's, uh, Twitter, Seasoned as well, Seasoned BuzzFeed, and yeah, you'll find a link, but it will be on YouTube. You'll see a beautiful face. You'll see a familiar face that's (laughs) not looking her best. I mustn't lie. (laughs) I wasn't enjoying the content that I've seen so far, but just root for me. Yeah, we're root. I wonder if people know what we look like. Surely. Because we have more listeners on like, um, Spotify and stuff that we do followers on Instagram. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Have they seen us? Hopefully, you care to see us. Maybe not. Do you know what? You know what? You're allowed to not. Yeah, yeah. You're allowed yeah. to just Keep listen if you like. But do watch that yeah, and give it views. <laughs> just that one. Just that one. And also follow us on Instagram. Just, just, just a quick follow. You don't have yeah. to watch our profile. At wait, am I toxic? At wait, am I toxic? We love you plenty. Yeah. Black is beautiful. Black is bold. I wish I had a. <laughs> I want to do it. Spoken boys, word. Boys, they were black black boys. boys. I can't stop screaming it. I could have done my verse and done to the group. But I said, no, nah, I'm not leaving it. What? What? <laughs> 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 no. I didn't. I've never heard you this in my life. Bro, you're an MC, you know. <laughs> you can actually spit. I thought those were your buzz. I actually thought they were your boss. No, no, I was like, Rukia, <laughs> you've got a black boys freestyle. <laughs> oh and one day we're going to be black men. Black men. Facts. No, that was a good song. Was it? Do you know what I remember that? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, Shiesty. Yeah. Oh. You don't know what I think. You don't know what Sorry, I think. Sorry, Doppelate Drama. The what? Shiesty's a fucking G. She's a G. Doppelate Drama. Do you remember that? No. The drama that she did. I think it was Channel 4. And she said that basically something along the lines of like it was between her and Estelle. That there was that there was not, not enough room for like for black, black female. It's just crazy, isn't it? Imagine. And like she feels like she hasn't received her flowers, sort of thing. But she, she was actually amazing. Hasn't. She didn't receive her flowers. Yeah. Even double drama. That was I, yeah, watch I was that. so blown away because that was, I think, the first time that I'd seen the whole like going from I don't know Channel U to yeah. making like a different route. Now it's normal for musicians to also be actors yeah. or whatever else. But yeah. that was the first time that she, I think, uh, she directed, produced, and wrote it, and it was on like Channel Four. It was wow. good, yeah, really Go good, her. absolute G. Yeah. yeah, there's so many like sick black musicians, man. And it's in this world that we're expecting representation of love. When in the music industry, there's only room for one black woman. Ha, it's a joke. Nonsense. <laughs> Absolute nonsense, if you ask me. <laughs> Absolute Let's go rubbish. to the HQ of like Channel 4, BBC. <laughs> Let's go to the HQ of Buckingham Palace. Yeah, That's the... <laughs> mm, this one gone to that. Oh, God. Yeah. We, we hope you enjoyed. this up many times. Yeah, but failed. Yeah. I think I'm just in a chatty mood and talking now. I've got more to say. Yeah. I'm definitely going to leave this conversation and be like, oh, I should have said that. Should have said that. Yeah. But yeah, the main thing is I want to spark conversation. Yeah. Like, Please, guys, talk to us. This is one of those for usually. I guess it's fine to just listen, but mm. these kinds of topics, I want dialogue. Like that's the whole point of this. We're not teachers, so mm. <laughs> it's not about just listening and being mm. like. And there, now I have learned. No, like, let's you talk. teach us as you well. Te- literally, yeah. Even um, like a couple months ago, somebody pulled me up and was like, "Oh, when you on the colorism episode, mm. it was like, oh, you do actually know that like black men are more likely to marry like black women and white women than you." Yeah, so yeah. like that's there's there's this myth that light skin women are more desirable. With oh, it's, it's it's all complicated. Yeah, but in terms of maybe marriage, that ain't the truth. Yeah, maybe. So I marriage. didn't know that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. there crying on the mic saying sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm the chosen one. Yeah, I'm joking. Um, but like it's <laughs> it's just important to have those kind of conversations and also teach us because we're not 
not clued up in this area. It's all about dialogue. Like, yeah. Most of this stuff is experience based. So yeah. I would like to hear your experience. Yeah. yeah. What's, yours? What's yours? We love you plenty. We hope you've enjoyed the episode. We hope you're not annoyed by the strange accents I keep doing. <laughs> but I like it. So I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, have a blessed week. Thank you. God bless. See you next week. Bye, Pass it forward. Do something good for somebody this week. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.